0: Welcome to Not Your Average Gun Girls. We are your hosts. I'm Amy Robbins, the founder and CEO of Alexo Athletica.
1: And I'm Emily Valentine, the creator of the lifestyle blog, Style Me Tactical. We are a lifestyle show meant to empower women to live confident, prepared, self-reliant lives. We talk everything from our favorite beauty products to concealed carry firearms and everything in between and bring guests on our show with compelling stories that will inspire and encourage you in your journey. This episode is brought to you by concealedcarry.com. The Concealed Carry Community's number one resource for training, education, and Concealed Carry Weapon Law information. Check out their Reciprocity Map Builder tool where you can build your own custom reciprocity map, especially if you have multiple state permits. ConcealedCarry.com has a huge library of articles about training, gear reviews, and industry news. ConcealedCarry.com also has one of the nation's largest networks of firearms and self-defense instructors. Chances are they have classes and instructors near you. Also, look into the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app, which takes many of these online tools and puts them in the palm of your hand, free of charge and free of ads. Available for Apple and Android devices. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Your Average Gun Girls. I hope you're having an awesome week. Amy, how are you?
0: Oh, Em, I'm doing great. We're just plugging away. feel like we're gearing up For the holidays, where did this year go? It's almost done. Don't,
1: I can't, I can't (laughs) with that. I want to say it's too early, but it's not because it's it's like just going to be here and we're going to be into Christmas. And
0: well, I already started Christmas shopping, which I know some people do, you know, in June and July, but I've been trying to think maybe if I space things out this year, it won't seem so daunting when. the actual holiday gets here. So I've already been like looking for friends and family member Christmas presents and I've got quite a bit knocked out. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I think that's going to alleviate some of the stress, but yeah, my
1: in-laws are like that. They buy stuff like all year long that they see,
0: for, Well, I you know, cause they've like- got
1: grandkids and all that stuff. And it's just like, uh, we don't do, you can just call us scrunches. We don't really celebrate the holiday. Like we celebrate <laughs> <laughs> but we don't do really gifts. It's just because it's like throughout the year, we're just like, well, if we want something, we either buy it. And that is, it's just... You,
0: you and your husband do that? Or yeah. you do that for your whole... See, I know. We, we've we, kind of yes, given up on getting we, gifts for each other, too.
1: We don't really get gifts for family either. We get gifts for the, like the our nieces and nephews.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? Honestly, I felt, you know, as adults, I I don't understand like, okay, why you have to get... We have so many people right. in our family and just, it does get very expensive and very daunting. Some people in our family, they love giving gifts. That is their love language. They want to give gifts. And so, you know, we just go along with it. But it's funny this year, I've told everybody, of course, now, like I've shifted to I, I see a cool like onesie or a cute little yes. baby outfit. And I'm like, don't buy me anything. I was like, buy this. I want you to buy this for the baby that's on the way. And we've also gotten to the point, you know, I was always so jealous of my, uh, my, my in-law or like my brother and sister-in-laws who could just give like framed pictures of their kids and I'm like, this is so great, this is so easy. But the grandparents love it and appreciate sure, it. Sure, of so course. Yeah. Hopefully they love by then stuff. we'll have like that cool forty sonogram or you know, something and I can give that to my, my parents. they'll love
1: Speaking it. of La Baby. Le how baby. are you feel how are you feeling?
0: Well, you know I think all the all the moms and moms to be out there can appreciate you know those first trimester like woes and then just your body is changing so much every day you're dealing with something completely new and completely different that you just have to adjust to yeah you know i've ha- I've had to find a new normal, and new normal for me is is very hard because I've kind of done the same routine for thirty six years now I know so. it was
1: I would say when I was down there a couple, what, two weekends ago, (laughs) it was a different uh, visit than it usually is, which was awesome. But also you were still recovering from being being laid up from your back, but it was just like, it was a lot more chill, which I can appreciate. Yeah.
0: I can appreciate that too. My life has definitely chilled out a lot. Uh, One of the biggest adjustments for me right now, um, true like not to just totally shift gears, but has been concealed carry.
1: It really has been,
0: it's been for a multitude of reasons i'm not to the point yet where you know i've got this big belly and i just can't seem to find where to put it it's more like the comfort and the the ease of being able to on body carry in positions that i'm comfortable with i'm so used to doing appendix carry mm-hmm. and it, when you're at, even if, you know, I'm not wearing Alexos, like if I wanted to wear a Kydex holster or I wanted to wear something, it's any extra added pressure right there on your stomach is not comfortable. So I have been switching it up. I've been, um, doing some kidney carry a little bit more lately. And, um, but you know, I've never been a big thigh holster person. I've never tried that. Um, I've done uh, a little more off body carry than I would like to admit. It's not my favorite, but I've, I've just had to make adjustments, you know, it's something that once it becomes a part of your lifestyle, you feel very naked when you don't have it with you. Yeah. And so I'm not willing to not have it with me, but you know, there's just some, some on body carry that's been really challenging for me right now. And I, I hope that I get to the point where that nauseous feeling goes away and I can just like put on like two sizes up of my Alexa and then I can start carrying again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I'm not, I have, you know, I don't have kids, but, and the closest thing that I can relate to having extra, like, weight around the stomach is, like, after, like, a night out of, like, having, like, an amazing (laughs) meal where I've stuffed my face, and my food baby is, like, no joke, and I'm caring, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like this is just so uncomfortable. This is so
0: uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, like I need to go home and either put on sweatpants or like I need to like unnotch my belt one one hole. But I'm just like, and now I'm like. I'm caring. I just can't. I better not eat so um, eat that much. Eat that much. It's like good
0: weight control, <laughs> right. definitely. But it is like amazing. I won't be able to f-
1: walk around comfortably.
0: I mean, it is amazing though the the mind shift. I think now now it's not necessarily about protecting myself. I mean, that is a part of it, but I'm like it's all shifted to like this human that's growing inside of me, and like I want to take care of that. I want to protect that with everything mm-hmm. that I have, and. Um, so not having a tool is like not an option for me right now, you know, right. and um, yeah, it's, it's just been a fun, exciting, like shift in mindset and, and lifestyle, but, but it's good. So I think that's, uh, I think that's a good segue because I'm excited about this show today. Yeah. Um, I recently joined a Facebook group. Which is so crazy. I haven't been on Facebook in forever, but I I feel like
1: the groups, there's a lot of groups popping up lately because I've been getting a lot of invites and, um, they definitely have some of them are lots of great information, especially when it comes to concealed carry. And then other ones, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Well, Instagram in <laughs> doesn't
0: make it easy to have like feel like you're a part of a community. No, to act to interact with with one another. But I joined this cool women's concealed carry group, and I don't remember if I invited you or if you were already a part of this. Yeah, there's group like, I or, think yeah, or what it was. But um, I joined it. There's several thousand women that are a part of this group that that love to bounce ideas off of concealed carry. And I what I started to notice was there's so many new women, so exciting, getting mm-hmm. into this lifestyle. And you know they, they're asking some really basic questions that I feel like sometimes I take for granted because I've been in this now for a few years. You've been in this for a few years. So we wanted to get back to the basics today and talk about some, some new and exciting things that are going on with concealed carry. Now, I say that New and exciting, <laughs> because you, ladies, those of you who are just getting into everyday carry, you don't understand how spoiled you are right now. Yeah, there's a back in the day. Things when we have were, changed. Things have changed a <laughs> lot. When we were talking concealed carry five years ago, we're talking the Glock 19 was the new kid on the block, was the hot item to have. And if it didn't fit on your body or it looked like you had an added appendage sticking out somewhere, like, so what? That was your option, mm-hmm. right? And then we fast forward. I remember when everyone was so excited because Glock released the Glock 43. Oh my gosh. first yeah. single stack subcompact nine millimeter pistol. So mm-hmm. you didn't have to sacrifice your favorite caliber. You didn't have to go down in caliber in order to get a smaller size to carry on your body. Now you have the option to to carry... A nine millimeter small handgun that was really pretty easy to carry. And that was my favorite everyday carry. You're right. For a while. What was your very first everyday carry?
1: Well, when I first first started, and I know this is looking back, it was impractical, but it's all that I had because you have to start somewhere. Was my full size VP9 because that was the first gun that I bought. Right. So I originally was like, well, I'm going to try to figure out how I can carry with this because I was still so new. Right. And I don't carry that now um, as my everyday carry because I have the 43 and the 365. But yeah. the I was like, well, if I can make this work, yeah. I'm going to be able to make a subcompact work much more effortlessly. Sure. Well,
0: and, and that was your that was your option. It was like, okay, I'm just going to have to make it work. Because we weren't thinking back then, gun for home defense and right. different gun for on body, for, well, for carry.
1: When you're starting out, like, I, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. I'm just like, well, this is the gun that I'm going to have to defend my home. And well, I'm going to probably use this one out. Because at that time, I'm still like, well, this is the really the only gun I know how to use. Why wouldn't I want this to be the same gun that I'm using to defend myself when I'm out on the street? Like it made the most sense. And how crazy
0: was it to think that you needed multiple guns? I used to think people that that had, you know, when I was working with Collier Noir, I was like, I don't get it. He has a gun for his car, a gun, (laughs) his, his favorite gun to just run down the street and go to the convenience store at nighttime. He has his other favorite everyday carry. I did not understand this concept of why you need so many guns.
1: I know. Now it's just like, uh, duh. <laughs> and
0: of course. like Now it's like, uh, would I have one pair of shoes in my closet? No. I'm going to have a shoe for options. when I go work out. I'm going to have options. I love gonna- <laughs> having options. <laughs> and, and and as you get into this, it really is funny to see how you change and how you shift and that you're like, no, okay, I, tonight I don't want to carry this gun. Mm-hmm. I, I I carry different guns for different places that I go. You know, not all of my guns, uh, my stock sights on my 43 did not come with that Tritium night sight. Right. So I don't want to take that to the movie theater. Right. You know, I want to have God. something that glows Speaking in the Speaking
1: is- of <laughs> stock sights, every single time I post a photo of me carrying my Glock 43, I kid you not, every single person DMs me and is like, you need to change those sights. Let me send you, let me send you sights. And like this one person was like give me your address. I'm going to send you some AmeriGo sites, sites. And then like five minutes later, this isn't a scam. I just really care about the sites that people have. And I'm like, isn't that what people say when it is a scam? When it is and- a
0: scam and you want my address, yeah. dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: like, um, I actually have AmeriGo sites. I just haven't put them on yet. Like, I just, there's too much stuff to do but anyway but well, yes the, the there's different and guns and things for different reasons
0: for different occasions so right. you know so let's let's I wanted to talk about that because um I like I said people are very spoiled nowadays now you have a lot of subcompact options we're even now getting into micro compact I know and so we had this progression where it was Glock forty three. I want to say it was about three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Sig decided they didn't want to be late to the game, um, but they needed to release a, a a smaller nine millimeter that had a higher capacity because now with everyday carry, people are concerned. They were concerned with going with smaller guns because they got lower capacity, or mm-hmm. they had to sacrifice what caliber they shot with, right? And people didn't want to sacrifice that. They liked the higher capacity of the Glock 19, but they wanted something smaller that was easier to carry. We also realized women were a very fast growing demographic Mm -hmm. in the conceal carry, and so they had to start making modifications. Well, Sig was kind of the next one to jump on board with the 365. Right. Sig was like, we're going to go next level. We're going to go. And they didn't just like (laughs) one up Glock. They like three upped Glock with their first generation. Mm -hmm. And um, so we both of us have 365s. Uh, Talk about the specs a little bit on the 365 and what makes it such a great everyday carry gun and some of the things that you like about it.
1: I mean, really one of the things that sold me about it was the capacity because I have the 43 and it's, you know, six round and I, um, and I know this is, this is a faux pas to a lot of the hardcore, uh, gun people. I do not carry a spare mag. Um, and I know you can go back and listen to our previous episodes with Jeff Houston talking about, you know, how many, I think one of the stats that we've, or one of the points that he brought up that we talk about a lot is like he said something around like the first seven shots, six to seven shots, like you probably won't even make. And I'm just like, well, that kind of sucks. So From my 43, I'm out, <laughs> right? That, that's going to be it. And then so that was really for the 365. The selling point was the fact that I could carry 10 plus one in the 365 and still be within my uh, DC restricted 10 round mag limit that I have here that and and then I shot it for the first time I want to say during it was during NRA during the carry guard training that I took I actually I believe it was Jeff's that I shot and I was like oh this feels really good and this feels really good in the hand yeah, I-, I like the way it shot it was compact I was like oh when this is released I really I, I really want to look into this one and get this one. And so I did. And compared to my 43, while the grip is, I feel like the grip is a little bit wider. On the 43? On the, on the um, 365, it's a little bit wider. It overall, I think, conceals better. And I don't, I haven't figured out exactly what it is about it. But when I put on the 43 versus a 365 when I first got it was trying to testing out like how it would wear and what outfits I could um carry with it I was like I think the 365 like conceals better I don't know I, I cannot pinpoint why it does and I think it's it, it's got to be the be the grip just the overall size of it yeah. I mean I think they consider the 365 I think SIG's considering that that nine millimeter a micro compact I think that's how they call it on their site, and I and don't they call
0: it a micro compact. Right, but yeah. it's. I really start to get so confused with like su- what like subcompact used to be the smallest of the small because isn't technically the compact right family
1: wouldn't. Uh, what is it, like the LCP, the Ruger LCP, wouldn't that technically be like a micro? Or like the 938, the SIG 938?
0: Yeah, those would have been considered a micro because they're tiny. tiny. Like they're really, really small. I I even go as far as calling the Ruger LCP, like it's my pocket pistol. Right. You know, I mean. So I don't. So it gets confusing with what is, I would it, say, what is sub, what is micro. I'd you say know. it's
1: probably, I would, I would pull it, I would put it in the, the 365 in the
0: sub compact. Yeah. I mean, it has to do with like your barrel length, your width, how skinny the weight of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then now that we have these, Higher capacity micro compacts. It's kind of changing the nomenclature altogether because, you know, people are going to get really confused with all this. But it's just people are putting out new firearms all the time. And just to keep up with this growing Mm -hmm. demand of these smaller. Handguns that people can easily conceal carry. I mean, even Mossberg just jumped on. Yeah, oh yeah. With board their the MC,
1: last, is it the MC
0: one? I think that was last year. So they released their. Now that was just a single stack. They didn't have the ten plus one rounds or anything like that. But but they had never had a mm-hmm. subcompact pistol before. So it was a big thing for Mossberg to come out with a polymer framed, easily concealable firearm. Um, you know, and I've shot that thing. I like I like that, but for me I already had a Glock 43. Yeah. So I didn't need to go out and go get another one of those from and I still carry my Glock 43. It's a yeah, I, mean, I go to. I'm so comfortable with it. I love how it shoots. I I know how it's going how it's going to feel in my hand. So I I still definitely carry that. Um, you know, but now with the 365, I just feel more comfortable in certain situations having that higher capacity. Mm-hmm. So Well, I'm and that. like with the 365, so they released the uh,
1: ba- oh, it's the standard 365 like a year, a year and a half ago, or maybe even longer uh, later or earlier than that, and then they came out with what the 365 SAS S A S, and then the 365 like XL, like they just, I and mean, I believe the XL is 12 rounds, yeah, 12 round the, capacity with the,
0: extend- with the extended extended magazine. mag, yeah,
1: and then the S A S they did the flush amount at sights, so there's the sites don't sit. On top, they're all flush mounted on the top, so it's to prevent basically any potential like snagging of your clothes. Yeah, because a a lot of people seem to complain or experience that when they're drawing their weapon from concealed carry.
0: Yeah, and And I have not
1: seen that one in person. I've only seen 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 it on.
0: well, on the newsletters and press releases that well, they've Well, so then it out. was funny because then last year, Glock's big reveal was like the Glock 43X. X. <laughs> right. and, and maybe we're like XXXXX at this point. So they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to put 10 rounds in your magazine? Well, so are we. But guess what? They had to extend their grip a little bit more. Right. So, you know, if you do want something that is smaller, the grip is shorter, smaller, um, but still has a high capacity, the 365 is an awesome option. And then... Springfield decided oh, yes. to come out and say, well, okay, you guys want to do 10 plus one? Well, we're going to do even better. They just released the Springfield Hellcat. And unless you've been living under a rock and not following anyone on social media, it's hard to have missed <laughs> this Hellcat. A mass. <laughs> because I
1: Spring- will say real quick, I-, I do love the name of it. I, I do I like too. The name Hellcat,
0: I love Hellcat. Um, but props to Springfield for doing a great job of really utilizing social media influencers mm-hmm. to get to spread the word. Because you know, in the gun industry, a lot of them haven't utilized influencers this way yet. And I thought right. it was a very smart move on Springfield's uh, part to get those in the hands of people who can test them out, can give mm-hmm. their honest feedback on mm-hmm. you know on these. I'll, I will be honest; I got a Hellcat, but when they sent me one, they didn't say they didn't even say I had to post about it. They didn't say right. I had to um, talk good about it. You know, they they just said we just want you to have one. We just want and you that's you to try when you
1: it know out. that's when you know that uh, when when the brand is reaching out that they generally really care about your opinion and you taking the product and really being authentic and honest with how you want to share it. Right. And what you want to say about it right. versus, you know, the ones that say, we'll send this to you, but oh wait, you don't like it? Please don't post
0: about and, it. And I'm really picky about that. You know, and and, and we right. didn't get paid. Well, I didn't get paid for to get a Hellcat or to mm-hmm. say anything about it. So I'm really honest when people want to send me something, I always let them know, well, I am going to test it. I'm going to try it out. And I, you know, initially will give my first thoughts. Like Mm -hmm. I I did like a box opening because I wanted to just look at this thing. I wanted to see it. I've been seeing it online and I wanted to hold it and feel it. Um, And then I'll, I'll talk about things. If I see something that I don't like or it's snagging on me or it's jamming or, you know, something's going wrong with it, I want to be able to let my audience know that As well, because that's very important to me. So, but the cool thing with the Hellcat, I actually got it sitting right here, and I was comparing it side by side with the with the Sig. Right out of the gate, you get one more round. So the stock magazine that this comes with is an eleven round magazine, and then you can carry one in the chamber, so that Mm -hmm. gives you the ability to carry twelve total rounds. And the size didn't get any bigger than the SIG 365. I don't know how they're doing this. I don't know where they're putting these extra (laughs) rounds because I have the flush magazine with the Hellcat. So, and they do have the option to have the pinky extender, Mm -hmm. which I probably will switch mine out and and do the pinky extender because I've got long fingers. And I do like that about my 365. Yeah, Mine has the pinky extender on there. So um, I, I enjoy that. But like, where are they putting these extra rounds? I don't understand it. Like, like they're there- getting smaller, but they're still. This is a nine millimeter firearm, which I love. Um, one really cool thing, and I was comparing this. I don't know if your three sixty five. You know where you have your finger rests. You know yep. where we want to practice our trigger discipline. Yep. Do you have stippling on your finger rest on the three sixty five? Mine does not. I'm looking at no. Mine no. did not either. Mine
1: is mine is from like right after. Oh, I, I don't know, like Gen 1 or whatever, because I know they had released like a couple like right after they um, first launched it.
0: Gotcha. So this, this one does have stippling on where your thumb rests and, yep. as well as on the other side as well. And not that super aggressive stippling that. Oh, yeah. like basically it hurts. Skin up. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, because that can be something, especially for living active life. Like when I go running with my firearm, I'm really picky about the type of stippling that's mm-hmm. on my grip. And what stippling is, everybody, just in case you don't know, is the roughness that's on the grip that helps it not to slip. It's when, almost
1: like a, you can think about it as like sandpaper, mm-hmm. but they, they, ingrain that into into the frame into the grip of the firearm and you can do that there's a lot of people with the with the glocks they do the aftermarket mm-hmm. um, as well and that's also one of the things that I liked with the 365 is it came that way right versus the 43 which doesn't and that's one of the things I've thought about doing with the 43 as well as getting that done but the few that I felt who have the aftermarket stippling on like the 43 like it it hurts yeah, so I'm like I want wine toned down a notch. Like, it's right. too much. Well, and I did.
0: Uh, I have a custom forty three that's got some cool custom stippling on it, and it's bigger and thicker, mm-hmm. so it doesn't it, it doesn't have the graininess of yeah. sandpaper like this one. But I I do like what just comes out of the box on the stippling here uh, with the Hellcat because it doesn't rip my hands up and it hasn't ripped my skin up when, because it's pretty close to your skin. So, so I like that. Um, And I also, I mean, now I feel like if it's not coming with a night sight, with the, that luminescent, the tritium night sight Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, brand they decide to put on there, I feel like you're kind of behind the curve a little bit, gun companies. If you're just going to (laughs) send regular stock sights to people, I mean, I think you're behind the curve because now it seems to be stock to send it with that luminating, front sight. So it's just a lot easier, as you know, when when the most important thing when you're drawing your firearm is being able to get on your target very quickly.
1: Right. And, and I think too like by offering or just upgrading the version of whatever firearm that they're doing to, you know, illuminating or some type of night sight, I think especially for newcomers, that's a, a bonus because you don't I mean Unless you're out there and you are friends with people who also own firearms or really, you know, that into like Googling and getting into the, into the specs. Right. Like I didn't, I wouldn't have known. Again,
0: spoiled. Right. I wouldn't have known.
1: (laughs) It wasn't until, you know, I first started posting about my 43 back in the day that people like you need to change your sights. I'm like, what?
0: Um, Why would I do that? I remember I... I was watching a YouTube video several years ago about the Glock forty three, and some girl had put nail polish on her front sight to like a red Crafty. nail polish, yeah, to 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 make it, you know, so that she could find that front sight a lot faster. So, yeah, you guys, I mean, y'all are getting these beautiful um, like glow in the dark stock sights, and we had to like, you know, back in our day. After we walked 20 miles to school in the snow, we had to put fingernail polish on our front side so that we could find them. Um, But I think it just goes to show where we've come as Mm -hmm. an industry, and it's very exciting to see all these changes. So I think this is a great option. Overall weight on the Hellcat I want to say 17.9 ounces. So it's fairly lightweight. You are going to add a, a few more ounces with right. your extra, um, like when you put your ammo in there. And I believe it's the same weight, if not maybe like an ounce or like a 10th of an ounce more than the spring. Yeah. I, the 365. I think the 365 yeah. is 17.8 with an empty magazine. And Hellcat is like 17. I mean,
1: compared to the 43, the three six five, like weight wise, I don't,
0: tell a I, mean, mm-hmm. I
1: can't really tell a difference even though my 43 is only six rounds like those extra yep. you know four rounds four or five rounds don't I don't it doesn't make that big I don't notice that big of a difference yeah
0: well and the last thing you know when people ask me all the time what type of ammo I carry in my everyday carry yep. and of course that's going to be different than what I take to the range and go shooting mm-hmm. but uh you know I, I am a big fan of the Hornady yep. um the critical, critical defense. defense yeah. Yep, you know, really, and not all ammo is created equal, but if it's not Hornady, just make sure you're looking for something with a hollow point that is going to have a lot more knockdown power and the ability to stop somebody with that hollow point in the way that a hollow point, if you've never actually watched how a hollow point bullet, um, works and how it's effective. What it's kind of cool to see a YouTube video mm-hmm. to actually yeah. see what happens to the bullet and the destruction that it does. But it also gives you kind of a, a more sense of a responsibility you know, to make sure that you're getting your training right in you, because you it is that. going to destroy whatever it hits, you know. Um but it definitely check that out. Um make sure that you've got good defense ammo. In your firearm, that is different than what you're taking with you to the range because this stuff is expensive. I want to say it's like 40 bucks a box for
1: yeah, it's not cheap. And also, like that, that uh defense ammo that you're using in your um carry gun, your home defense gun, whatever, make sure you also, while it is expensive, you need to take it to the range and shoot that ammo because it does. It is a different feel than like your standard like white box style ammo that you would just, you know, go to the range and, you know, shoot some rounds because you want to be able to see how that um, feels differently compared to, you know, your standard range ammo. So always, you know, like with anything, just make sure you're training with what it is that you are, you know. Living with
0: sure, absolutely. Well, ladies, thanks for getting back to the basics with us today. As always, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, if we didn't mention one of your favorite everyday carry firearms, shoot us a message. Let us know what you like. Let us yeah, know yeah. Be curious what you're to hear what for. Uh, <laughs>
1: what we what we didn't talk about or what's out there that people like that we just I'm just not uh, or we're just not really.
0: We know Listening there's a lot of options yeah, there's on so the market. Many. There are, and we're not paid to recommend any of them on our show. We just like to give you our personal opinions and what works for us. But of course, there are a lot of other options. And if you are looking for something, but you've got a question, shoot me um, a DM on Instagram at the Robbins or at alexoathletica.com. You can send Emily a DM as well. Um, oh, before we leave though, Emily, Speaking of everyday carry, people are probably wondering what type of holsters they can wear and like, how are they going to dress for the fall? And you just had an amazing video come out. So where can people go and check out your brand new style guide that just came out?
1: Uh, They can go check it out on my YouTube channel at Style Me Tactical or just head on over to the blog, stylemetactical.com. My concealed carry style guide for fall just released. There are 10 amazing fall outfits that, uh, will keep you looking cute this season. And also, um, make sure that you are concealed carrying in style. I've got, I think throughout that, those 10 outfits I'm carrying the 43, the three, six, five, and then switching between, um, my stealth gear holster, my blacksmith tactical holster, and then my can can concealment. And possibly, um, uh, my Alexa Thetica leggings might be in there somewhere.
0: Hey, I didn't see the Alexa Thetica leggings I guess on the you st- weren't looking close enough. I watched, the, enough. No, you know what? That might be up, but I did watch the whole style guide and it's because it,
1: I styled them in a way that you wouldn't that expect. That I would
0: not be expecting. I'm going to have to go back and, and rewatch it. Great video though, by the way. You did Thank an you. excellent job. I want to, I love putting those videos closet. together
1: and I love seeing like, I've like from the last video I did, I did the summer one and I started noticing that people were, um, reposting like they're, um, inspired by looks kind of like recreating those outfits. So that it. was really awesome to see. So if you guys do that, tag me so I can repost it. I love seeing what kind of inspiration you get from, um, my style guide videos. And also if you have any questions regarding how I carry or carrying questions in general from the video, shoot me a DM, send me an email, um, at Stymie Tactical. What? Thank Love you guys it. so much. We will uh, see you guys next week. Same time, same place. See ya.